This is the K-pop cast, bringing the best sounds and ideas in K-pop. I'm DJ Peter Lowe. I'm Stephanie. And hello, everybody. I'm your PD name, Michaela. And in this episode, we'll talk about K-pop predictions for the year 2023. We'll talk about some hit replays. And then we'll do a rapid fire day back or not reaction to hot news, trends and events. But before we dive in, don't forget to join the community of fans on our Slack and sign up for hard-hitting editorial on our newsletter. Links to those in the episode description. And now, our 2023 predictions. Okay, so predictions. For yeah. the year 2023, like the fun thing about this is that we don't have to be right or wrong. It's just kind of, you know, what we think is going to happen this coming year, this year that we're now entering into. So I guess I'll kick it off, right? Yeah, we'll go for it. Yeah, you have a lot of else? predictions, Peter. Yeah. So okay. let's kick off with your list first. <laughs> okay. Okay. So prediction number one from me, YG turns into the black label. Uh, what's the difference? AKA there's sub... Uh, <laughs> It's just a PR thing, like just a perception. Like, oh, we're not YG, we're just the black label. The same However, thing, but with a different rapper. That, well, Isn't it still Teddy? Yeah, it's still Teddy. Uh, Teddy is under the black label. He's not under YG. Okay. So anyway, um, <laughs> that, that being the case, I, I expect that all members of Blackpink will re-sign their contracts with YG, however. So there'll be this black label... And YG becomes like the black pink company. Mm-hmm. And then possibly Jisoo doesn't resign, resign. And then no one notices because oh. she wasn't really, everyone forgot about Jisoo. And or Jisoo will have some sort of like half hearted, like low production solo song just before like the contract like ends because all the other members got their solo song <laughs> except Jisoo. But it'll be like a real half-assed version because like no one at that company wants to invest in her. Dang. So, yeah. Just coming out the gate with the shots fired. Jis- Jisoo well, I, is I, like I, my I third favorite member. Leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Jisoo. It's just that no one, no one cares about her at that company. Yeah, no, that's true. You can see it. Okay. So my second prediction. P Nation goes quiet this coming year. I think, you know, with Jesse, Don... Can I kind of explore other avenues? Those main acts were, were kind of what was kept keeping it going. So I think Papa Sai or Sayopa is uh, going to be busy kind of running the company and getting his other group activities going. Yeah, he's got some the label, major so. reflection to do, some recruitment to do. So yeah, I can see him just like running around in the background. Yeah. And then in, in contrast to that, so like, well, well, P Nation is taking like a, you know, planning preparation year. Hype is just going to execute on all the things and win all the awards and dominate the market. And like, if there's a group winning, it's going to be a hype group or act to the surprise of no one, right? Just continue. Yeah, but it's also impressive for them to pull that off after BTS, you know, fades out for a little bit. For them to stay strong and not recede into the background is pretty impressive. But, yeah. but you have to think that's what they've been preparing for, right? Yes. When they've grabbed all these other labels that's right. and added all these new artists to their roster. Yeah, yeah. They're executing it flawlessly. Yep. Yeah, because I act to to be honest, I, I, I almost disagreed with you, Peter, and like with my prediction when I was thinking of like 
not high witting everything, but maybe like another artist taking like the spot in the absence of BTS. Mm. But now that you mention it, like because high like new jeans has become so popular and all these other like sub label groups are still very popular. I I I think I, I have to change my mind now. No, I, I actually agree with you, Michaela. Your original take. No, I, I think straight kids in eighties are going to fill that that void yeah. even more so. Because I'm just I'm just thinking about what happened a decade ago with you know a lot of those old second gen groups kind of fading in the to the background, and then you had all these third gen groups kind of like rise up in in, in you know that absence and that vacuum, and like especially at the end of like twenty third what was it. 2013 you had the rise of EXO Mm -hmm. like almost getting album of the year almost getting song of the year but getting rookie awards yeah okay okay all right next prediction BTS solo collabs multiply so we'll we'll just see you know lots of the lots of collaborations featureings from the members of BTS in their solo work yeah they're just like open and available like hey someone come work with me (laughs) Well, they've got the flexible flexible schedules now. Yeah, you know? so that's nice. They can do everything they want. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's more like someone come work with me. I think it's more like, oh, I have all these people that want to work with me. Let me pick which one I want. Yeah, to work true. With. Yeah, I'm also predicting that BB she does her she continues doing her thing, but something uh, Western oriented. I'm predicting that she's going to have a breakout of some kind, either in like a movie, like an acting role. Um, or she's going to like feature on like a major Western collaboration that gets in the top 40 charts. Mm. God, I hope so. Yeah, that would be great. She's a great <laughs> fit for that. How much work she put in last year. I, I, I hope so. Yep. Okay. Prediction number six from me. Soyeon. Uh, so Soyeon, <laughs> she does more collaborations <laughs> with SM Entertainment. Uh, possibly something with Zico or 88 Rising. Oh, Zico would be a good pairing. Yeah. yeah, especially now that he's he's back from the military, he's being able to focus on his own label. I see him definitely making more moves in this next year, so this could definitely happen. All right, and I think this one's actually breaking at the time of this recording, but um, <laughs> my prediction nonetheless is that Blockberry dissolves um, from all these myriad of legal disputes, and... Some former members of Luna move on to become YouTube content creators. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they have those skills for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and that was that was the the great thing about how they ended up debuting Luna was they always call it a, like a collective of soloists. Mm. So the idea of of Luna breaking up is is sad, you know, for for fans of Luna. But you also know that these girls have all are able to stand on their own. Yes, they're well-equipped for that. Mm-hmm. All right. So prediction number eight for me is that Riot Games, they have another K-pop concept or virtual band, or KDA has another comeback. I think that sure. these are like hardly revolutionary. Like, I know. Yeah. Very predictable. <laughs> I guess I, I gave all the soft predictions. You guys are allowed to disagree, of course. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You've, prediction number nine. You've blocked something out here so that we can't see it. Right. Some kind yeah, of yeah. surprise. So. So my next prediction is that in the land of Kwangya, oh god, <laughs> oil is discovered. Oh wow! And, and Kwangya <laughs> joins OPEC. Oh wow! Get out of here, Peter. <laughs> okay, okay. And then Be in my last prediction, in my last prediction, 
it is revealed that JYP needed to get his groove back because it was stolen by a transnational crime syndicate led by Nmix's Jin. Ha ha. <laughs> you sure it's not because he got punched in the face? Oh. <laughs> we do not condone right, violence. Well, those on are my show. predictions. Y'all can <laughs> let me know, let us know where I'm wrong or where I'm so right about Soyeon. Uh, but joining us on our I think K-pop you are right lab. about her. I wonder how happy she is at her label or if she's going to get like snatched up right. by somebody else. Oh, yeah. I w- so I-, I was looking into that. It looks like her resigning year is next yeah. year, 2024. Okay. So I don't think she's going to be at Q in 2024. No, no. That's a 2024 prediction. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm sure so she's going to be let's, courted let's... this year <laughs> by other teams. Oh, yeah. If she hasn't already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All those SM love calls, all those sliding of the, the cards. Oh, right, right. <laughs> Subtly. <laughs> In the Inkigayo sandwich. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michaela, PDM, what, what, what are your predictions? I think definitely something that we saw subtly last year that I think is going to be a, a much major thing this year is more Western artists coming to Korea and performing on music shows. Because I feel like we saw we saw two, two artists come last year. We saw Conan Gray... And I think uh, a band called South Club performing on music shows, which was kind of the first time we had seen that in in a long time, I think. So I feel like with more Western artists collaborating with Korean artists, I feel like we're going to see more crossover in the music show realm next year or this year. Yeah. Okay. And travel's opening up more. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as travel's opening up, people trying to tour more. I don't know. I don't, it doesn't sound like I've convinced you guys. No, no, I, I, I think, I think it it's, it's realistic. I think, yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, I, it's one of those things. I just don't have anything to add. I, I agree. Okay, cool. And then the last thing, I feel like it's just a big, a big hope. But I feel like with, we're definitely gonna have more tours. I feel like even more. Yeah, even more tours. I feel like Icon is going to tour. I feel like they now that they've have a label and have a little bit more stability and like have big plans to promote as a group again. I feel like they need to 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 redo whatever happened at huh. the campfire. <laughs> they had a great show, mm-hmm. and also like this this year, I feel like is going to be a very big year for them. Hopefully, in the same parallel to Got Seven after they left their company, and we, I at that time I had predicted that they were all just going to go into the military and like not be very active, and they did the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. I feel like with the Icon members, it's going to be a similar thing. More hip hop. Yes. Woo. Yeah. And then a ge- I don't know. I just have a general, I, I don't know, this is kind of like a general prediction for how the, 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 the year is going to go just because of how looking back at what happened, you know, a decade ago, I feel like girl groups are still going to be consistently very popular throughout the year. Um, but I feel like at the end of the year, there's going to be a boy group that's going to take that like next BTS mantle and like Whoa. sweep a lot of stuff. Stray Kids. Yeah, like uh, Stray Kids or 80s, you know, it might maybe even will be a, a girl group like New Jeans mm. or La Seraphim. Do you really think, and I, I, don't, I don't mean to criticize this, I actually mean like, mm-hmm. honestly, do, do you guys both think that could a girl group take the mantle of like the number one spot that boy groups have had like, you know, over the past decade now? Like... This, is it possible to This would to be have... the time for it to happen. I think, think so, now that yeah. BTS has left the vacuum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I hesitate to say it's possible, sadly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I well, even hesitate looking, to say straight kids in 80s can do it. Looking at new genes specifically, like just using them as like a little case yeah. example. They have very like a strong like like fan base of like both like ma- m- men and mm. women, young <laughs> and old. Everybody, <laughs> everybody loves new genes. And I feel like. A lot of the gr- the girl groups that have come out have like really built diversity in their their audience, and I feel like that is just going to to expand in the year. I think a key factor in what will give them that top spot. Mm. But I look at twice. For yeah, example, I was just thinking about right? twice because like online you might say it's a bunch of like incel boys, but like mm-hmm. when you go to their concert, when I went to their concert, it was like all audiences you know it was like gender it was still i want to say more women than men in the audience for the twice concert even though online you would think it would just be like only male fans for twice but well in the u.s the case okay no you you got something there sure yeah Yeah. what's the gender breakdown for any k-pop concert isn't it all isn't it mostly women yeah it's like i what i i imagine it's like 80 percent women generally speaking yeah, I, I I didn't think that girl groups had mostly male fans in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll have to wait and see what goes down here. I I don't think anyone's going to take off like BTS did this year. Like their shadow still looms so large. Oh yeah, I could I could see that. Yeah, yeah, and I still have like army related events and happenings all the time. Mm. It's always <laughs> like Jin Day, you know, Jungkook Day, and <laughs> yeah. Celebrate this one trivial milestone day. Um, <laughs> right. <so. laughs> okay. And then just to wrap it up really quick, um, I feel like a fashion trend that'll be really big is low rise jeans. Ooh. I'm not entirely excited about this, but I know it's going to happen. Yeah. Did you see uh, Yuna's um, yep. <laughs> You yep. Go Girl, yep. Hiori, just so our listeners know what we're talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ow, ow. Mm-hmm. But Stephanie, let's let's go on to your list. What, yes. what are your predictions for 2023? Okay, so I mean, to kick off after your low-rise jeans comment, um, like in terms of looks, I think we're definitely not done mining the gold mine of 2000s. 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Strongly agree. Yes, yeah. I yeah. So agree. there's there's yep. definitely some iconic accessories that have been missing a little bit. Um, I'm thinking jelly sandals plastic chokers but like k-pop is gonna put a twist on those they're gonna be like on the eyebrows or something and just like <laughs> they always like to take it one like degree to the left here right so i think that's that's what we're gonna see with the the fourth gen groups the younger groups are gonna keep mining 2000s fashion and then the gen three are going to differentiate and just like give up on that they're like yeah it just doesn't look good on us you know and they're going to, I I hope, lean into more mature uh, outfits and concepts, more blazers, biker jackets, leather. Like, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I do think, though, last year we did see a few, like, the second gen, third gen groups attempt they those did. more fourth gen concepts. I think, yeah, the, a few of them could pull them off. It was really nice to see them in the, those that kind of mm. style, but... I, I feel like with with the average age, I feel I feel like definitely leading into the more darker, mature concepts is what we're going to see from that demographic of idols. Yep. 
Stephanie, going going back to the your two thousand Gen four thing, do you think we'll see K pop merchandising in that direction? Mm. Like, is there going to be like, oh yeah, you know the year two thousand trinket? Oh my god, of the light stick, but like in a year two thousand style for K pop fans. Yeah, do you think there's going to be something like that? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. But what would that be? Like, what what is that year 2000 thing that everyone had that we can get like a K-pop version of it? K-pop Tamagotchi? I was... (laughs) Yeah, bringing back Tamagotchi. Yeah. But it's like like you take care of your little idol. Like, you take them to to the music shows. Yeah, it's actually a little digital thing. You can... Yeah. Why not? (laughs) Someone's like, whatever. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and it could be a little keychain or it can like hang off your phone, a phone charm Tamagotchi thing that, of course, is like Bluetooth connected or like those Pokeballs when people are playing Pokemon Go. Have an yeah, idol in a ball. I, I, I'm BTS seeing... already kind of do that last year with their like BTS version of Animal Crossing. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, more of that. I, I like I like your idea, Peter. More creative, like 2000s style trinkets instead of just light sticks and like chibi dolls i'm just imagining all the offensive colors from the 90s and um plastic everywhere yeah plastic (laughs) rubber highlighter shades that's a good for the environment whatever (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah well maybe we're gonna take it to the limit and the following year we're gonna have a return to like nature (laughs) environmentally friendly i don't know or just more greenwashing. Yeah, probably. Anyways, yeah, speaking of industry stuff, um, I'm thinking that a few more groups, maybe two, will be able to successfully exit their label while keeping their name and like continuing promotions in, along the lines of GOT7 and Icon. But I'm sure that the companies are scrambling right now to like implement new policies that make that kind of move much harder or impossible going forward. Something like um, like slipping in forced arbitration into contract terms so people cannot sue to break their contract, something like that. Um, there's no way that the companies are not strategizing about how to fight this. But some groups that like might be considering this are, I don't know, G-Idol, Pentagon, VIX, Card. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking of like, who are groups that have a lot of runway potential, but they haven't been given the full opportunity in the past year or two. And I'm just like thinking of, of who might like slip through and escape. I don't know your, your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think it's happening. Yeah. It's got to happen. If not this year, it's going to happen inevitably. Yeah. In terms of like, like new labels that might come on the scene. I'm looking at Jesse and Jay Park as people who are just like huge personalities. They are free from their previous commitments. And I think both of them want something that's like centered around them as a personality. So rather than working together, I think like both of them will probably be rivals and like start parallel labels or survival shows, creating a group. Um, I see that something like that. And then that takes a lot of time and energy though. Yeah. <laughs> I hey, like you say saying they both tired, Peter, that they don't 
Yeah, possibly. I mean, just because, like, you know, they've done it before. The ego never mm-hmm. rests. Okay, you're right. Yeah. I mean, Jay Park said he was retiring. Look at him. He's all yeah, Jay he's Park everywhere. Is Jay Park. <laughs> but I, I, I'm just saying, like, with Jesse, she might do something completely different, like, out of left field, not even music entertainment related. Yeah. I think we might be hoping for that for her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll see. Whatever she wants to do, like go for it, girl. Yeah. But yeah, it could go either way. And then in terms of um music trends, I think we'll see more like harder or authentic, quote unquote authentic, more like drill right. style rap sounds coming in with like mm. harder, faster flows into K-pop itself. We've like we've started to see that with like um, you know, what just came out, Monster X Crescendo B-side, for example, just like letting the rap line go hard. There was that one BAE 173 track where they're like trying to sound so hard, like they're from the hood. Um, right. <laughs> I think it's just going to keep coming in to like younger and younger groups doing this, which is like adorable. And like, I like to dance to that stuff. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the on the the ladies side and I hope on the boys side we're going to continue to see uh more stripped down folk vocal tracks and like Peter maybe help me out here with what I'm talking about mm-hmm. like the new jeans vocal sound and the XG vocal sound seems like it has less effects put on top of it like you can hear mm-hmm what sounds like the real human voice and how it's even kind of off pitch sometimes in the tracks. It just sounds more like, Oh, natural. But yeah. I mean, going along with that, yeah. like remember Stephanie, I, w- I was like bitching and complaining <laughs> about um, attention. Yeah. Uh, having that, like that clicking in the background yeah. that was off time. Yeah. And like, you know, so like going back to, the 80s and the introduction of like drum machines and stuff you a lot of music producers were able to be like very precise Mm. in you know the music production such that 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 drum that kick that snare happens exactly on the beat yeah but i wonder like going along with like the way like new jeans and the seraphim and others have like done their audio sampling if there will be some like deliberate like off time yep. tempo drift. Yep. Which is so irritating oh, I as know. a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it gives it a different sound and style. And I, I just wonder if like subconsciously we're gonna be bothered by that or not. Mm. I think it will it will catch our attention. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I'm not mad at it. And then just a personal wish. I was really hoping this year we would hear more Afrobeats kind of songs and collaborations mm-hmm. even, but we didn't get that much, maybe one or two songs. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll roll that wish <laughs> over to this year. That's it for me. All right. Hey, is it worth asking, how did we do the year before last? Like mm. when we made predictions at the end of 2021, what were our predictions and how successful were we? I remember I said like more short form content and AI generated stuff, I think. Mm. And I don't think we saw an explosion of more short form content. It just kind of seemed to keep pace with what was already there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. steady. 
So I give myself like maybe a half score on that. I don't know. <laughs> oh, like I, oh man, I yeah, know. I should have gone back. Do you guys and remember? Yeah, looked at that. whatever. Okay, well, listeners, we want to hear your predictions, what you thought of our predictions, and where we're wrong, except for <laughs> Sayan. Okay, uh, up next, hit replay. So, in case you're new to the show, hit replays are songs that are some of the very best songs in K-pop that we recommend that you listen to, on replay even. So, to kick us off, uh, what is your hit replay PD Nim. So my hit replay for this week is actually by a new artist I discovered last year in 2022. It's Tabers featuring Sid 007. Um, this one was actually on my honorable mentions list for like best Western friendly pop song because mm-hmm. it's all in English. And I swear this song should be the OST for some James Bond movie in the future. Yes. It's so epic. So if you guys don't know who Taber is, uh, Taber or Teber or Tebo, I, I don't know. Yeah, how no, would you? Tebo. 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 Cute. He was born in 1994. He's Korean, but he grew up in Los Angeles. Um, he lived there around high school age up until college where he, he started making music independently on his own. Um, and then one day, he in, while he was in L.A., he met this this indie artist, you guys might have heard of him. His name is Dean. <gasps> Are you familiar with, with him? Wait, does, does that name have like a special symbol, like a triangle hmm. in his name? <laughs> yeah, so he met Dean um, and Dean was like, this guy, he has such a unique voice. I really like his music. So he signed him to his Dean's own label, You Will Know, um, which is a sub-label of Universal Music Korea. And he debuted in 2020 with his six-track EP, Deep and mixtape. Yeah, and I, I remember when that came out. Like his immediately, like his voice is so unique and like it's deep and airy in this way that I like I describe it as like he's singing through a yawn. Hmm. Like that's kind of like the, the unique sound that he has. And the funny thing is I didn't realize, but I had actually um heard him first on uh the song Wake Up, which was part of like the Show Me the Money 10 performances. But the thing is, at the time, I thought he was like a vocal feature, not a, a performer, but he was actually a contestant back on Show Me the Money 10 because his his even his rap style is very like slow and melodic. It's very, very different. Yeah, it, it's funny you mentioned that. Like, I guess there's room in the mix of this song where just the way he does all this acoustic sampling, it allows, right. gives him time to kind of lean back in his delivery. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's there's definitely these sections where they have those, you know, that very like strong, heavy brass and it's loud. But then there are sections where that just kind of falls away and you just hear these like like, like the upright bass, like this very yes. jazzy, re- like real live instruments being played. And he's just like scatting over the track and it's just it's the best. I love his outfit. 
Oh yeah, style. he's a cutie. The, the other reason this is why he be playing is Tomer is hot, guys. He's a cutie patootie. <laughs> he is very attractive in his his 007 get up in the music video. Fits right in with Dean. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say uh, this song gave me Timbaland and Justin Timberlake vibes. Yes, oh. yeah. He's mentioned that Justin Timberlake is definitely one of his influences. Uh-huh. Yep. So you're right <laughs> on the money with that one. Cool, cool. No, I liked it. Thanks for sharing. But Stephanie, what is your hit replay for this week? So I, too, picked an artist from Show Me the Money. Uh, his name is Gu Bongyam, or RB9, and the song is Iron Fist, Jumok Didi. All right, so this song is a bass heavy track, perfect for lifting at the gym. <laughs> That's why I picked it. And um, I hadn't heard of Rich Born Nine before a few days ago. Right. Um, this is a new name. Yeah, new yeah. Face. Right. He was Gubong Gum. Now he's RB9, and I think the album title is Rich Born 9. I know it's hard to keep track of them, but this is his first album. He's a rapper in the Mighty Lynx crew, and he competed in Show Me the Money 11 this past season, and he was on Jay Park and Sloan's team. Um, I really recommend folks listen to the whole album. Uh, it was all mixed and mastered by The Quiet, who's one of my favorite producers. I think it's one of the reasons like the album sounds so clean, like high production value. Um, I want to put in a plug for the slower B-sides, Rest in Peace and Hood. That is like the quiet times 10. <laughs> yeah. I noticed this track doesn't have any uh, English subtitles, so it was hard for me to appreciate and follow along. But <laughs> I did see, in those like one rare moments where they like speak English, I saw the quiet. Yeah. So he makes reference to the producer, I guess, mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah, I don't really know what all he's saying, but if you watch the live video, it just looks like he and his bros are right. like talking about how hard they are and how they're going to mess you up. Yeah, he, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> he almost breaks in the middle, though. You can hear him kind of laugh when he's when he's rapping, when his like homie like appears without yes. a shirt in the middle yes. of the performance. <laughs> they're just having fun. I love it. Mm-hmm. And the album, co- the album cover is really violent. It shows him like holding down somebody and punching them with the blood splattering. It's like very oh motivational. So yeah. How about Peter? What do you got? All right. So I've wanted to talk about this song since November of last year. <laughs> um, well, uh, we talked about it in our Slack, but never on the episode. Right. Uh, we just kept pushing it out. So it's finally time, um, and it's my my pick is from the group Cardi, not to be confused with Card. Cardi B. Their song, no, no, just Cardi, K A R D I, and their song is Watch Out. Cardi 
If I'm, is that right? What, how, how do you pronounce this? Kadi. Kadi. R is silent. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kadi. Okay. Uh, they're a Korean rock band formed through the survival program Superband 2, consisting of five members. Kim Yeji, uh, Hwang Min, oh, I'm going to horribly mispronounce all these names. Uh, Hwang In Kyu Park Dao, 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 and then Jun Song Bei. Song Bei? Song Bei. Song Bei. Anyway, so they got third nice. place on the show. That's a cute name. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Wait, what what name? Oh, Jun Song Bei. I like it. Just how it sounds. I, mean, I guess it kind of sounds like Sunbei, like Senpai. <laughs> mm, I like it. Right? Yeah, no, right? I like it. Yeah. Too. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so I just want to call out the, the singer of the group, um, Kim Yeji. She Yeji. also appeared in Yeji. Uh, she also appeared in Max, Masked Singer. Oh. Yeah. I need to catch up on yeah. that. There's a lot of like, yeah, gem performances in that show. Right. Gem performances from very unexpected people. Uh-huh. Yeah. So anyway, it's a hit replay for me because the hook, really, like, honestly, it might be overused, but they they take this like, what what do you, I forget the name of the Korean instrument, but like, you know, the old school traditional uh, string instrument. Kayakum? Probably. It's like huge and it lies on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, The the Korean version is like the gayagum, like the the, the Chinese version is like the guzher or something like that. Yeah. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, (laughs) so uh, there's just a loop from that instrument over and over throughout the entire song. Uh, But it's catchy. Um, And it's got a really fresh rock sound and, you know, just, you know, less common samples. And um, Kim Yeji's voice just slices right through the music. Mm. She just, I don't know, there's something really distinct uh, about her voice, especially in contrast to the sound. And I really dig the uh, guitars and the pre-chorus of the song itself. Sweet. Anyway. Yeah, there's something something about this this band sound. Like, if if we are going to have see more Korean artists, like, performing at festivals, like, I would love to see this yes. band perform at a festival and hear all of this live. It, it's definitely one of those songs where, you know, you've never heard anything about the the group, the artist, even the genre before. Mm-hmm. But like you kind of use this song as like a gateway to like, you know, the uninitiated and it's going to turn heads. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's it for our hit replays. Up next, it's our glass half full, glass half empty section, aka our debak or not rapid fire section. So we'll introduce a thing and then we each kind of go around saying whether we're debak or not on that thing. You can't say yes, don't say no. All right. So I'll kick us off because this is my number one obsession right now. <laughs> Singles Inferno oh. season two. I it was a slow start for me, but like I got deeply invested in it into mm-hmm. it. I want to say after like episode three. Not, not surprising because this is this is a perfect show for you, Peter. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, my wife makes fun of me for being so basic all the time because I'm into these like marriage reality. Oh my gosh, we should talk about them. I'm getting addicted to them as well. I'm down the rabbit hole watching stuff that's not even on Netflix and Vicky anymore. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Anyway, so uh, are you guys dead bock or not on Singles Inferno season two? I haven't finished it. Don't spoil the end, but I'm hella dead bock. Yeah, I'm also Daybok, to be honest. Uh, for I feel like I'm actually going to watch every episode this season. Uh, season season one, I kind of like watched the first two and then I skipped what? to the Sung. Come on. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, God, what's his name? The Sung. Sung. He, oh, the, the dancer. Sung oh, dancer. yeah. That episode. I skipped his episode. <laughs> oh, on the first Man. season. Yeah. Yeah, when he, when he comes in, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the the this cast, you know, I, I think I vibe a little bit more with them. Mm. I feel like they're all a little bit younger too than I think the first cast L- on average. Less attractive, I I would <laughs> even add. I mean, there, there's some hotties in this season, but like not in the same way we had in season one. They're not as ripped as season one. Yeah, right. but I like the bo- that. see the bodies. Yeah, I can agree, but the faces—they're all my style. The faces this year. are good this season. Yeah, yeah. I thought um, choice so un. Was really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, Park Se- Sejong, yeah, is underappreciated. Yeah, and Lena Dean, by the way, we were just talking about it in our Slack. She had a padded yeah. her resume on LinkedIn. It's really funny to watch. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, but she also was uh, at YG Entertainment for a bit. Mm. She just gives me so much like cringe and anxiety watching her. I'm just like, how did As how a- did you get on this show? Is it is it like her the way she speaks English? Is it like May, what is it for I, I you? I do think there's a there's a big language barrier with her. You can see mm-hmm. her like thinking. Oh yeah, of what to say yeah. and just like spiraling in her head. Yeah, she does. That she sucks. does a lot of the English just because she can't. Yeah, yeah. Particularly what she means in Korean. Yeah, right. No, I've I've been there. I know how she feels. <laughs> yeah, I'm also Daybok. On the ending of the season, especially. Okay. I think the ending is really good. All right. Without any spoilers there. So okay. I, I think the yeah, we'll ending have, is we'll really what made it. Caught up and then maybe we'll do like We should do a, a watch party, like Netflix Ooh. watch party. Okay. Well, I, I, I ain't got time for that. All right, but all if right. you want to do it, go for your <laughs> head. But just, just report back. Like yes. the ending of season two made it better than season one, okay. in my opinion. Yeah, I got remember it. like hating the ending of season one. No, the ending this season is so good. Okay. I was in tears. Oh, Peter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Right. Okay. Are you guys Daybuck or not on Dean leaving Instagram? Hmm. I, I'm Daybuck. The man who had a song called Instagram. Yeah, it's one of his the best irony. songs. I'm Daybuck because I feel like it means he's making moves. And and like I said, he's got all these artists under his label right now. And I, and he he himself as an artist has been pretty quiet. He's mostly just been featuring on songs. So I wonder if this is just like a sign that big things are coming for him next year, finally. I hope so. Yeah, I'll say cautious, Daybok, that like deactivating social media is always good for your mental health. Yes. (laughs) So go for it, man. I hope he's all right. Yeah, I would say not on that one. Like if you're looking to do a business, you need to keep the brand property Mm -hmm. rolling. It doesn't need to be you that's on it. It could be your social media manager, whatever. But like... You know, you don't have to touch it as a talent, as the business executive. True, true. Yeah. Peter with the industry yeah. insights. I love it. Yeah. 
By the way, like I, I totally thought like Dean fell off the face of the planet after he <laughs> fell down those stairs on a V Live or something, and then everyone just like nobody uh, is ever gonna live. let him live that doubt ever. Uh, that little still, he could he could accomplish so much, and people would be like, "Remember that time you fell down the stairs dang. during your live stream?" <laughs> uh, poor Dean. Okay, are you a day black or not on Omega X winning the case against their, I guess former current company? <laughs> Daybok. Yeah, I'm Daybok. Yeah. Drag them. Mm-hmm. Daybok, but I am I am still cautious um, as to what this means for them in the future. That's true. Yeah, winning a lawsuit like can mean that there's just even more insidious, passive aggressive ways they hurt you. Yeah. Yeah, the company. So Yeah, actually that could be not. Hmm. I don't know. Right. Like e- either either way, they get screwed, like yeah. working under that place. It's not the first time, too, right? Like, yeah. didn't they, didn't the members of Omega X come from other places before that? Yeah. 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 A lot of them came from, some of them came from one team, uh, one team that disbanded. Man. They've had a rough go at it. Okay. Moving along. Uh, are you Daybok or not on View Live? Yeah, I feel like Rest this is peace, more of a are you Daybok or we'll not on Weavers? Weavers. Mm. Yeah, Weavers. Because will you will you will you be joining Weavers? Because I'm kind of a not on Weavers. I don't think I'll ever be on. That. I never got on V Live, so yeah, I'm just same. left behind here. <laughs> I was I was a I was a V Live beta tester oh. back in the day. So I wow. I have I have a lot of fond fond memories of, of V Live when it first okay, came out. Okay. But I, I guess maybe I'm just at the point in my life where I don't need another platform to procrastinate on cable. <laughs> yes, welcome to being a halmoni. Right. <laughs> yeah, so long as I can enjoy the the most viral content from that platform on my mm-hmm. like grandma platform that I absorb social media. Exactly, as long as it makes its way over to Instagram and right. Twitter and stuff, I'm good. <laughs> Watch the compilations on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so wait, what are we daybok or not on that? I don't I think, care. I think- I'm a nut. <laughs> so that's so a nut, not. Yeah, we're all not on Weavers. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Um, are you guys Daybuck or not on the Jackson Wang experience? Uh, AKA his Magic Man uh, <sighs> tour continuing now in the US again. Yo, after I just saw some clip of him bringing a girl on stage, Daybuck, that could be me. Let's go. Right. It's a big old knot if I can't get tickets to the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I put it I put in my thing for the pre-order already. So I'm like, I'm hoping that'll, that'll give me some some leverage here. But who knows? Fingers crossed for you. Yes. Yeah. So I really like how Virginia Dwan, a.k.a. Mandara Mama Pit in the K-pop cast Slack, she wrote, the way I will tell the truth when Jackson asked me if I have a boyfriend. <laughs> no, Jackson. I have no boyfriend. Mm. She is married and has four yeah, kids she has and, a husband, and another right? one coming, a fifth one on the way. <laughs> right. And it's funny. I, I shared that with uh, my wife and she said she would say the exact same thing. Yep. <laughs> it's not lying. You're just like, <laughs> that's the best kind of lie where you're actually telling an alternate truth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I would go, I would see Jackson live. Yeah. He's a sure. great he's coming entertainer. To San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, it just hey, sucks hey, that the, the venues in SF like suck so bad with their acoustics. Yeah, hey, you might you might see all three of us in SF because I probably go to the San Francisco yeah. show. Yeah, 
Oh, we should ask for uh, press we tickets. We should. Then. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, we should. We should interview together. Jackson, guys. <laughs> uh, I love it. Oh, actually, yeah. No, we should really make that happen. I think we can make that happen if we mm-hmm. go for it. We can do it. Listeners, you give us the give us all the the good vibes to get it. Jackson. Yeah, channel your content. energy to us to to interviewing Jackson at his mm-hmm. F- San Francisco Especially after stop. that that episode where we talked about his album, I feel like there's so much more mm. we can get into now. Who's doing his tour? I don't know. That that's who we have to. They're the gatekeepers on these things usually. Okay, are you guys Daybok or not on the Taeyang and the Jimin vibe? Your Taeyang and Jimin's vibe music video collab comeback song. You should see me avoiding eye contact. I yeah, I'm also avoiding. <laughs> You're both aver- averting eyes. Uh, I have to be honest; it's a not for me. Which is so sad because these dudes are so incredibly talented. They were given mm-hmm. a piece of garbage for a song to work with. Sorry. I mean, I, I think it's not a bad song, but I, I guess if it, between Debak and not, I'm, I'm not. It, it, it's safe for them, their vocal style and ranges. But I got to yes, say, definitely safe. I like the Rain and JYP version better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is kind of like that. It's, it's almost me. like the same tempo, st- same New Jack Swing yeah. and, you know, 90s, early 90s vibe. So, yeah. But yeah, exactly. To your point, they should like go all in on it, on the New Jack Swing. Don't like break it up into different sections. And I thought the the verses were like lazily written in mm-hmm. a way where like they're just they're just talking it. it, it it reminded me of if someone went to Norebang to karaoke and they oh, and they wow. didn't know the song, <laughs> but they were trying to read the lyrics on the screen. I hear that. That that's yo. Crazy. That's not okay. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I I will I will give it a a a, a day block just because really I, of, just because of the collaboration. Like mm-hmm. congratulations to Pak Jimin for getting to <laughs> work with his his own idol. <laughs> with his very own idol mm-hmm. for nine ninety nine, you too. <laughs> yeah, I, I think similarly in the verses, Stephanie. I I felt like Big Bang still life. It's like it's just so empty. Yes, in the verses, empty. Um, yeah. By the way, it got me going down this like rabbit hole of like Taeyang videos, and then oh, right. <laughs> like I I was looking at all these videos of IU crushing on on Taeyang. Oh really? Back in the day, like it's really cute. cute. Okay. Um, are you guys Debak or not on the Luna lawsuit? Actually, Stephanie, why don't, why don't you describe this one? Yeah. Really fast? So the, the latest breaking news on that is that um, like all of the members of Luna have sued uh, Blackberry Creative in order to like terminate their contracts and get out. Half of the members won the lawsuit, but half lost. Half of the members um, had recently made changes to their contracts in the past year or two, which, you know, the courts found to mean that um, their contracts were not not unfair anymore because they were able to make changes to them recently. Like, I think we all know that's not true, <laughs> um, given what the girls are going through. But like, that's that's the limits of our legal system, ladies and gentlemen. So I am I'm sadly a not on that like what kind of outcome is this for the group the fight continues for those who won what what did they win 
That's a good question, but um, I would think that the the folks who won the injunction against their company like get to um, get to come back to the table and renegotiate something else like before the renewal date. Like it's I mean, coming from the labor organizing perspective, we can file an injunction against our company saying that they are doing abusive, retaliatory things to us. And the company is then put on notice, like the government agency is watching you company. If you do one more thing to them, then you'll get a big fine or something like that. So they're just on, the company is on notice now, I think. Mm. So it's, yeah, it's even, even that is not like, oh, they're free. They can escape. It's not necessarily that. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When you put it that way, that's a, that's a yeah, nut. right. <laughs> okay, uh, moving along. Yeah, so our our next debak or not, all six members of Icon um, have decided to not renew their contracts with YG Entertainment, but will will remain as a group. And they have recently signed under a new agency, One Four Three Entertainment, um, and already have plans to continue group activities, which is very exciting because. I think we're hoping that they get the GOT7 treatment in the situation, right? Where they get to stay as a group. Yeah, Daybok for me. I hope they reunite with B.I. if they're still cool with him. Right? Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Right? That'd be something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Daybok Call as well. Up. But hopefully a better song than Na Na Na. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that agreed. was not a good song. More hard hip hop from Icon. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Are you guys Daybok or not? On New Jeans's Ditto and OMG. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm I'm Daybok on both of them, but I actually haven't seen the music videos and I feel like there some people have, have an issue with the mm. the topics that are that are in the, the music videos for these songs. Yeah. What what are the topics? Um from the headlines that I've seen, there's a lot of like mental illness aesthetic. Oh uh, right. <laughs> Mental illness aesthetic. Yeah. Mentally Mental illness ill. as an aesthetic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, right. The way they portray mental illness is like having imaginary friends and like having an active imagination is means like you're crazy and should be in a... Yeah, it's, mm, I wasn't a fan of the music videos. And to be honest, I think these songs were not as strong as their first releases. So I'm kind of disappointed. Um that like the slump has come so soon. Well, I'll disagree okay. and say I'm, I'm back on both. I mean, just from the DJ perspective, they're still popular. Even when I did a year New Year's Eve gig and I played Ditto, people got up and started dancing the choreography to that song. Cool. If that tells you anything. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just yeah. me. <laughs> like, like I said, guys, I feel like if, if anybody can take, album or song of the year from bts it's probably going to be new jeans mm. yeah they're popular songs and they are in the stripped down they are style. yeah i don't want to like penalize them because their their first releases were so good um these mm -hmm. are these are also good they're fair yeah yeah i hear it in my head <laughs> okay and lastly are you guys daybok or not on k-pop year-end medley mixes um do you want to describe this one, Stephanie, or do you, do you want me to? Yeah, Peter, to why it? don't you? You know the technical aspects. Yeah, our, our K-pop DJ. <laughs> okay, so I think these were like really in vogue 
in like 2008 with DJ yes. Masa. Yeah. Masa mixes. Shout out. Back then, it was really novel to have, you know, 20 plus songs crammed into the length of a single song. So like, you know, <laughs> you're hearing like the, the, the verses, the hooks, the, the chorus, acapellas uh, arranged into a medley song or mix in the span of like, you know, two minutes. So it was really popular to do these, especially at the end of the year. Right. Uh, where you can kind of look back at everything that preceded it. Nostalgia. Um, mm-hmm. I, so I think it was in 2009. Uh, who was it? DJ. Oh my God. Why am I forgetting his name? But essentially the, the Western version of, of Earworm? Masa. Yeah. Earworm. There mm-hmm. we go. He did it like a year later after Masa's major mas- mashups. Mm. And it, it blew up in the Western circles because I think it, like the concept, the medium was really novel to you know mainstream audiences, mm. and I think like following the like following two thousand eight two thousand nine we you know we continue to hear stuff every year. Um, some productions better than others, but anyway, it continues to the present. So, um, are you Dave Black or not on this concept and this style and format? Yeah, I'm I'm Dave Black when they're good. I think. I, I've recently gone through a few examples on YouTube that aren't necessarily good, but hey, I, you know, maybe people trying things out. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm disappointed with this year's selection, so I'm, I'm a not on these. And actually, like Peter, you know, back in the day, like I used to try my hand at like virtual mm-hmm. DJ and make little mashups and stuff. Like it's really fun, actually, to. Um, to try and mix different songs together and make them sound like a new song. Right. Right. That's, that's what I think is missing here. The compositional element where someone is actually creating a new song out of something, out of all these pieces. I I would agree with you, Stephanie. I think so. If I had to tweak this Daybok or not entry into being K-pop year end medley mixes for 2022, Mm -hmm. I would say not. I don't, I don't think we got any good ones Mm. this year. Yeah. But yeah, it, Get back doing to it the well basics. requires a holistic approach. Like, think about the song as a whole. And like, what is the story arc? The story the arc, rather than, yes, than, build up to something. Uh, yeah, rather, rather than, okay, the song is in this key, or this one juxtaposed with this one. Let me just make sure I cover all my bases with just all these Just put all like, the raps together, songs. and then put all the <laughs> choruses together, and then put all the bridges together, like, well, I, I don't know if it's always that bad, but no. like, <laughs> and sometimes that might even work, honestly. Yeah. The way you just described it, Stephanie, but I don't know. I haven't heard good stuff this last year. So no. Right, right. Okay, we should wrap it up. Cool. Okay. Send us your K-pop bridge compilations. <laughs> yeah, any favorite <laughs> mashups or like gems we should know about, send them over. Yeah. You can do that in the K-pop cast Slack. We'll get a link for that in the description. It's fun chatting with y'all there. Um, should we plug Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's still, still alive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, tw- if you look at actual audited use cases, Twitter activity has stayed about the same yeah. since oh. uh, Elon mm-hmm. took over. So if that tells you anything. Huh. Should we start a Mastodon? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Probably premature. <laughs> yeah, tell us okay. in Slack. Yeah, yeah. All right, tell us there. All right. So, yeah, where can we find all of us online? Starting with me, I'm at sparker2 on Twitter. 
I'm at DJ Fidula. And I'm at Michaela JK Pop on Twitter. And you can tweet all of us at the K Pop Cast. And that's the end. Okay, yeah, bye. We've reached buddy. the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking with us through all the First predictions. episode of 2023, all the replays. Guys. Like, we've been holding on to those replays for a minute, y'all. Oh, wow. So thanks for sticking with us and being patient. Here's right, bye, to everyone. a great new year. Happy New Year. Shut